How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the second episode of Operation Dissecting the Body of Healthcare. Um, we're excited to be back this week and kind of dive further into some things. This week, we're going to be focusing on just uh, gaining those medically related, related experiences and volunteer experiences and just kind of everything that you want in your resume when you go into applying to medical school. Um, like we said last week, we're not perfect at any of this, but we're just going to be kind of open and honest about it, about things that we did that we think were uh, really beneficial, things that we wish we had done differently, done earlier, just kind of the whole broad spectrum of those things. So I'll go ahead and pass it on to uh, Christian or White here and let one of them get started on um, kind of their experiences and where they started from. Yeah, I'll talk about it. So I think um, one good way to look at being a pre-med and kind of wanting to go to med school and everything is you need to really have it figured out as early as possible. Um, don't want to put any pressure on anybody out there like saying by the time you graduate high school you need to know you need to be, want to be a physician. But um, the more experience you can get at an early age, um, the more you know thorough your experiences can be later in college, the more you'll have to talk about in your interviews and everything. So I think one thing that was really good for me was growing up with my dad who was a PT. He had a lot of connections to physicians so, I mean, from an early age, I knew I wanted to be a doctor, or at least told myself that. And then, um, so in high school, I started shadowing a lot of physicians and really started to see what their lives were like. So that's where I started getting shadowing. Um, but then once I went into college, that's where I was really able to kind of dive into volunteering with uh, being, uh, you know, volunteer with community and kind of working closely with patients, not just like sitting behind and shadowing physicians. Yeah, and I'll kind of stop you there, Christian, before you kind of get into your experiences um, I think it. I think it's true what he's saying that you need to dive into things early. I think that's the biggest thing, and that's probably my biggest regret. But I would say not as much pressure on having to have everything perfectly figured out going into college, knowing you already want to be a doctor. Um, I went in knowing that I loved medicine, but I went in pre-pharmacy and switched freshman year. I know Wyatt went in engineering, switched after freshman year. But I think the biggest thing is, from what he's saying, is that once you do know, then you need to dive in head on. Like I have a friend who decided junior year that um, he wanted to go to med school. But as soon as he decided that, like all of his energy and focus was switched onto that. And he went to EMT training and became an EMT like when he wasn't in class. And he's been really successful already this early in the cycle as two out-of-state interviews. So it's just like... I think the biggest thing is is showing that once you do make that decision and that decision becomes clear to you, then that's when you have to dive in full on head force, no matter when that point is. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because even with me saying and knowing that I wanted to go into medicine, um, my freshman and sophomore year, I kind of really took a lot of time off um, intentionally or not from medicine. And I was like exploring other areas to make sure that medicine really was what I wanted to do. But it kind of shot me in the foot for later in college um, by not doing much during my sophomore year, right? I think looking back, like most of my stuff came from junior and senior year, and that's not to say that I was less passionate about it in the beginning of college or later in college, but um, it just made for kind of a more stressful experience. Obviously, I wanted to, to gain that experience later in college, so it was something I enjoyed, but I had to kind of pile a lot on in my junior and senior year. You know, you have school, 
you'll deal with taking the MCAT. I personally had soccer that I had to deal with um, primarily in the fall, but still some in the spring. And so if you want to do research, that's a long-term um, commitment, at least for a year generally. So it's um, definitely something that you want to spread out as much as possible. And the earlier you can get it, kind of like I said before, the more thorough your experiences can be. So I think one thing that when I transferred to pre-med, I think I was kind of really confused as to what I should be doing, what would make me competitive. And I think that's a question a lot of pre-med students really have. And I think there were a lot of times I asked my academic advisor and other people in the pre-med community where they would tell me, just do what you want to do. Like, and then schools will like that, just be passionate about it. And I mean, that's good advice on the surface, but I think that there's a component of needing to do things that are actually medically relevant. So I think that a good piece of advice that I heard from a few friends was get involved in things that you think will make you a better doctor in the future or a better med student um, and kind of putting yourself out there and learning to um, be invested in things that you might not be interested in, in general. So I, in college, I became involved with the hospice organization, which is something that really wasn't interesting um, on the cover, but it really helped me develop a relationship with patients and kind of drove me to want to work with patients more. So I was just wondering for Christian and Owen what they thought about that or um, if they had a similar experience. Yeah, I would I would agree um, as far as, you know, trying to dive into things that are really medically relevant. I would say from the get-go, though, just get your feet wet as quick as possible. Um, kind of like Christian said, for me, my biggest regret is that I didn't get involved in my medical experiences and my volunteer experiences soon enough, which is not something that I intentionally did. But looking back, when you're a freshman or a sophomore in college, um, especially freshman year, you're still t trying to make that transition just into the college life in general, um, to your schedule, to the new level of courses. Um, and there's a lot of different things. College is designed to have present you a lot of different op opportunities to get plugged in in a lot of different areas. And you can kind of get yourself plugged into a ton of things, which feels great and feels busy. But if you kind of, I guess the main thing is that, like my regret is that I didn't all, like have getting my medical experiences as a priority early on. Um, and then later when I began to prioritize those, I was kind of regretting, I felt like I was playing catch up. So it's great to get involved in a lot of things, but I think the biggest thing to recognize early on is like making those things a priority right when you know that's what you want to do, like I said. Um, because I mean, there's going to be, you know, ideally there's applicants that are getting medical related experiences in high school, um, which are just going to be way ahead of the game. But the biggest thing, like I said, is once you make that decision, you got to dive into it no matter what it is, um, no matter what opportunities you have access to. It might not always be exactly what you imagine uh, you'd be volunteering at or um, shadowing at. Like Wyatt said, when he got the hospice opportunity on the cover, it didn't seem like something that was gonna he was going to be super excited about. Um, but once he dove into it, you know, it showed to be more rewarding than he expected. Yeah, so kind of playing off that and kind of going back to Wyatt's earlier point about the hospice thing, one kind of uh, notion of it all that I found important um, is to make sure you kind of explore what you find unique or even if something doesn't seem like entirely relevant, there's always a way to kind of tie it back into medicine. And if you go into experiences 
with the understanding that you want to somehow apply this to medicine or you want to look for ways that it's applicable to medicine, I think that's really important. Like for my first round of applying, um, I tied like music and, and medicine together, right? And maybe on the surface it doesn't seem like that, but there's always ways to find it. So I would definitely say to find experiences that you find interesting. Yes, you do need shadowing. You do need to volunteer in the community. You do need, you know, hands-on patient clinical experience. But those are all the like foundation of what med schools look for, but they really want to find people that are unique, people that are able to tell a good story, right? Communication is a big part of being a physician, so they want to see that you have those quality skills early on. Um, but point being, I think finding stuff that, um, that seems unique, and even if you don't like it initially, right? I think starting early, right? That goes back to another big advantage of starting early. You can kind of explore and flesh out all these different opportunities, you know, freshman, sophomore year. And then once you find experiences that you really like, you can pursue those longer term through the rest of your college career. Yeah, and kind of like Christian was saying, um, I guess just about, you know, you can you can gain, you can gain a lot like you can gain more than you realize through certain experiences. Um, and even if it's an experience that you got before you knew, you know, becoming a physician is what you wanted to do. You can think back on things that you've done and there's usually always a way to relate it to how you would be successful as a physician. Um, like I said earlier, I went into college thinking I was going to go to pharmacy school. Um, so in high school I did work like a ton of hours as a pharmacy technician and yeah, while in that moment, I thought that was to prepare me for pharmacy school. Well, now, like I realize it prepared me because I came more familiar with medications. Um, I talked with patients one-on-one, -on -one, explaining to them their medicines. Um, I talked with insurance companies. I talked with physicians. So you can think back on a lot of things and realize that it was preparing you in a way that um, you didn't even realize in the moment. But I think what we've talked to you know quite a few admissions counselors at this point throughout the processes and i think the biggest thing that they want to see is that you're like passionate about what you're doing and so it might not even be a medically re related experience like for me one of my most influential experiences was tutoring inner city kids in birmingham but that taught me a lot about you know, connect, connecting with a diverse population that doesn't share a lot in common with me. And it, it's just something that I grew very passionate about. So I think it's it's really important, even if you don't think it's specifically medically related, just to be able to kind of voice and express the passion that you grew from that experience. Yeah, so I think um, just to take a step back, there's a lot of things that um, as a pre-med, you kind of have to do to be competitive for med school. You have to get good grades. You have to do all in the MCAT. You have to shadow. You have to have clinical volunteer work. You have to have non-clinical volunteer work. And you also have to have research. Um, so I guess I just kind of thought it would be nice if we could talk about what was like the biggest challenge for us, like getting all those th pillars. Um, I think for me, uh, I really struggled with... Um, kind of getting research opportunities. There were many times I tried to get in touch with professors at my university and try and get in their lab, and it seemed like um, they weren't really interested, especially coming in as a sophomore compared to freshman students. Um, I was wondering kind of if you guys had any advice for getting involved with research or if you had similar experiences with that. Um, it ended up I had to do an honors thesis my junior and senior year, and that was an independent research project. It was kind of like 
I did it myself because I couldn't really find any help. Um, and I really just kind of had to take control for myself with going through that. Yeah, so I agree with Wyatt a lot um, in that it was very hard for me to find research experience. Um, I didn't really start pursuing it or know it was necessarily a big deal until probably my junior year, um, maybe senior year even so, late junior year. And so I had reached out to uh, a handful of faculty, but they had already had people that filled their labs or whatever, or they weren't working on particular projects that necessarily interest me or that I saw necessarily applicable to being um, a physician. And so that's not necessarily important. I think as medical schools, they just want to see that you enjoy learning beyond like the desired or necessary curriculum that you enjoy, like exploring new ideas and you enjoy applying it. Um, so I didn't have any science-based research. Um, as an economics major, I did have some health economics research. So there was just one professor that I connected with through a class and grew to really appreciate him. And so I reached out to him, asked him if we could get involved with the research. And he actually didn't have anything necessarily that he wanted to work on at that same time. So he kind of worked with me and we kind of helped flesh out our own ideas. So I guess one piece of advice for finding research experience that I would have is if you have teachers that are saying no um, or teachers that already have students fill in their labs, right? Again, start early. Uh, but another thing is potentially come up with your own research projects that you could reach out to physicians to help you with, that you could reach out, reach out to potential faculty that may be not involved with research as heavily and maybe they could start helping you out. So I think especially starting your own project um, shows a lot of initiative. It shows, right, that you can um, create your own project and kind of really apply that beyond just being told what to do that some other research labs tell you. And I think with that, when you have your own research project, you're going to be a lot more invested in it and more interested in it than if you're just doing bench work every day just to get hours in and trying to get a lab. So you can actually talk about it more when you're on those interviews. Yeah, uh, I guess quickly for me on the research side of things, um, in my undergrad curriculum, I knew that we, our senior year, had a built-in independent research study for our entire senior year. Um, so I kind of knew I had that coming. And, um, you know, it was in, like, the field of kinesiology, which, you you know, is, like, something that I was passionate about. Um, and it's not super deep into, you know, epidemiology or anything like that. But as long as you're doing it, as long as it's something you're passionate about, you're more willing to kind of dive into that. But I would say, you know, if you don't have something that you know is going to be built into your curriculum, professors at universities are always having research projects going on. So if you don't see an open opportunity to find your own study like they were talking about, um, connect with a professor. And professors are always going to have studies going on that they're going to need help with. And that could be an easy way to kind of get plugged in, not only with that professor who could eventually write you a letter of recommendation, but also just getting plugged in with research, even getting on a publication. Um, but I kind of want to switch it to kind of ask you guys about this. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people know the expectations and the areas that you need to cover when applying to med school. But I just want to talk about how did you all kind of go about getting your medically related experiences during undergrad specifically ones that you feel set you apart because I know now now I feel like I have experiences that set me apart because I'm doing hands-on stuff but that's kind of you know post-college and I want to talk about how can you find medical experiences outside of just you know shadowing a doctor for some odd hours that you feel like going in your application that can really set you apart from someone else 
And if y'all have done that, kind of how did you go about finding that? Yeah, so that's one of the toughest things, in my opinion, I think, um, is finding hands-on clinical experience because you're coming at it from a college student point of view as someone that really doesn't have any training, um, doesn't really have any expertise in treating patients. Um, So like I mentioned, I started off just being a hospice volunteer and getting involved with that. Um, I just reached out to a hospice organization and asked if I could visit with patients. And it's not really, I'm not really helping them in any true sense of taking their blood pressure or taking their vitals or anything like that. But I was able to sit with them, talk with them, um, offer respite care to the caregivers. So that was my first experience in a clinical environment. Um, People really always say that clinical experiences, you just have to really be with the patient and um, be able to see them, smell them, touch them, I think is the saying. But that was the first one. And then luckily for me, my school had a really cool program where we took a class focused on community health. And then during that class, we got involved with a local free clinic in the area and we were able to triage patients coming in and take their vitals and ask them their chief complaint and things like that and scribe the physician notes into the electronic medical record. And that was really a unique experience that I think is something really good to talk about. Um, but also getting those types of experiences are very difficult. But I think by reaching out to free clinics and maybe trying to figure out if you could get licensed as an EMT, I know people that did that as well, um, are really good ways to go about it. Or if you have any connections in healthcare that could help out, are very valuable too. Yeah, so playing off that, I think there are plenty of pre-meds that came before you. You have a pre-med advisor. There's like we had a health committee at our school where we would connect and you have you know weekly meetings or whatever but so I think the important thing to take away from that is that there are plenty of people that have gone through this journey before you partly you know why we're here speaking to you all but they you know from your specific town right in Rome Georgia what do you have to do there and so talking with people that were applying before me right a lot of people really wanted to work at a free clinic or a lot of people were scribing and so in particular we had the free clinic of Rome which there were tons and tons. Of, so between in Rome, Georgia, we had Berry College and we had Shorter College or Shorter University, whatever. Um, and so there were a lot of people that really wanted to volunteer at the free clinic of Rome. But I fortunately had a friend that was a current volunteer there. He was able to kind of put a connection in with me. And once they had a volunteer who was graduating, I was able to fill that position. So I think one of the best things you can do is connect and form relationships with upperclassmen that have gone through this process that are currently gaining this experience and figure out where they're volunteering at, what they're doing to gain clinical experience and kind of ensure um, or see if they can kind of put in a good word for you. So I think that's really important. Um, from like a general clinical experience, right, you have scribing. A lot of people do that. Um, so maybe that's kind of getting, being overplayed. I think it's a very good opportunity to shadow, to see what it's like to be a physician, to kind of still gain that clinical exposure, not necessarily working hands-on with patients. You're more just taking notes for the physician, but I think it is still considered clinical experience. EMT, medical assistant, right? Those types of positions. I didn't really realize until this year, actually, that they required such a long certification. Makes sense. I just wasn't aware. So I think that if you have time um, in early college to kind of gain those certifications, if that's something that interests you, those will be opportunities that you're really able to flesh out and pursue long-term in like your junior and senior year. That'll be a lot of hours. So 
I think that one thing that you'll find is not necessarily about having a lot of experiences. Obviously, you want to cover a lot of bases, but I think it's really the quality of experiences. What did you learn from those? How can you apply it? And so I think that was kind of a misconception that I had early on. Right? I just wanted to kind of check all these boxes. I wanted to do those things, but I also felt like I needed to check all these boxes, you know, get volunteering here and this all types. And it's not necessary, right? You need to do what you want to do and you need to do those for as long as possible to show commitment, to show that you really enjoyed it and ultimately be able to apply it and tell your story. So I think that's really important from kind of gaining your hands-on experience. So I guess um, one question that I have for you all, we've talked a lot about what we've done well. And so I guess looking back, what do you think you did poorly? All right, Owen and I kind of talked about how we left gaps early in our career, in our college um, <clears throat> time, you know, not knowing we what we wanted to do, we kind of just slacked around. But other than that, or maybe expanding upon that, what did y'all feel like you could have improved upon? Um, yeah, I guess just expanding on that. I think that I think for a lot of the experiences out there that you think can really set you apart, it's going to take you know some preparation, like EMT, medical assistant. Those take certifications, but um, when you think about it, like and like a basic EMT certification, you're not going to be able to do everything, but you're going to be able to get your hands and your hands, you know, kind of into it. You can do that at a community college and you could, I, like my friend did it over the summer at a community college. And he did that, you know, as soon as he graduated. But now, now that I'm in a gap year and I graduated, I felt, you know, I felt like things like that are too late. Whereas if I would have done that during the summer after freshman year, after sophomore year, I could have already gotten plugged into that. I could have made that a long-term experience because I think the thing that Christian's, kind of hit on is that it's not as much of checking off the boxes because there's so many boxes that you can re like when you're researching applying to med school and what things are recommended there's so many different boxes in so many different areas and i think if you get tied into just kind of going an inch deep and a mile wide and making sure you check off all the boxes that you can um i don't think that's as as significant as finding the things that really sparked your interest and diving as deep into those as you can because the deeper and longer you're involved with those experiences, um, I think the more fruit those experiences are going to bear for you um, and the more you're going to have to talk about in your interviews and your secondaries. Um, and when people, when you start getting questions about what you've learned from your medical experiences, you're actually going to have real stories to tell instead of you know, just kind of a, an example that you can kind of remember off of a whim. You're going to have a real story, a real experience um, that you can tell that people can relate to. And especially when it comes to interviews, people are rather going to be able to hear that because um, just kind of like how it goes in the interview, if you can kind of get into the anecdotal side of things, it's easier for people to listen to that and for people to, you know, kind of soak that in. So I think the more real and long-term and deep your experiences can be, um, I think the better that's going to be. Yeah, I think if I could kind of go back and talk to myself when I was beginning on this whole process, um, I think it would be more kind of, I don't, I think something that I struggled with originally going into is a lack of confidence when I thought about um, pre-med students and med students. I thought about everyone getting 4.0s. They're working in the hospital. They already know everything. Um, and then I was kind of overanalyzing everything that I wanted to do. I wanted to reach out to hospitals and become a volunteer, but 
I was worried that I wasn't qualified enough or I, my GPA wasn't high enough my first year and I didn't really want to put myself out there. And I think that was something that as I started to do that, I started to get so many more opportunities. I started to get involved with a psychology research lab, get involved with the free clinic and um, just being able to put yourself out there is something that's really important when you're doing this process and get involved in things. Um, and I think just realizing that anyone can really do this, there's not anything special about people that decide to go to med school. It's really just a lot of hard work and persistence. I think one thing that I really regret now that I really wish I would have started early was journaling my experiences, right? You're not, well, from a lot of them, there will be those big moments that it's like, this was extraordinarily fascinating. This is kind of a, a big reason for what drove me to become a physician for, you know, to go to med school. But there's also kind of daily occurrences. There's small little things that, you know, once you look back, they added up a lot. And so if you're able to track that while you're going through those experiences and, and kind of see that progression and ultimately tell that story when it comes time to apply, right? You have, um, I think it's 14 or 15 experience sections. Those can all be, well, they all should be different and they should all kind of tell a unique part of why medicine for you, right? And so if you really, you know, if you have an experience freshman year that you had that you found tremendously valuable, you'll be able to talk about that easily. But if you had something that, you know, looking back now, you see how it connects, but you don't have those specific anecdotes to talk about, um, it can kind of hurt you because it's ultimately how great of a story can you tell. And so I think journaling is something that I wish I would have started early, even in high school, right? It doesn't have to be like a physical journal, typing on your computer so you're able to pass it on, right? Maybe send yourself emails or whatever. It has to be get creative. But the important point is that when it comes time to not only reflect and ensure that medicine is what you want to do, but when it comes time to actually convey this story to admissions committee, I think it's important to have that information at hand. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Christian, which honestly, journaling, that's until you just brought that up, that's something that I didn't even think about. Um, but as you mentioned, when you think about it from the application standpoint, there is, like you said, there's like 14 or so, you know, spaces for you to list your experiences, but you got to think about how many people are listing their experiences and how many of those experiences can be similar. And you don't want to just sit there and say, oh, this gave me hands-on experience. This helped my communication skills. This helped blah, blah. They would rather you tell a story that shows that. So it's not like you directly have to say, this helped my communication skills. You can tell a story about when it was difficult for you to connect with a patient or blah, blah, blah. So the more, like you said, the more anecdotal it can be. And I've even had secondary questions that are straight up say, describe a specific patient-physician interaction you've seen and how that affected how you'll, you know, go into your medical career. And if you know, if I had a journal all along about significant patient physician interactions that I've observed or been a part of, I could have been much more specific with those and told, you know, a much better story that kind of reflected what I learned from it. So I think that's a great point. Yeah. So playing off what Owen said, right, showing, not telling, you hear it all through school, you know, middle school, high school, right? Whenever you're writing essays for English class or whatever, you're not telling the reader what to think. You're not telling them what happened. You're showing them through particular, right, quotes, evidence. And so I think that that's really important for your application is that you don't want to say, you know, soccer made me a, a great team leader, blah, blah, blah. You want to, like, show and experience a moment where 
you know, you exemplified that or where you learned that through somebody else. And so there will be some kind of specific incidents that you'll kind of explain why it mattered to you, what you learned from it. But ultimately, right, you have very intelligent people that are reading your application. So they're able to read beyond the line and they want to read something interesting, right? Schools get thousands and thousands of applicants. And so they really want to find somebody that they can feel the passion coming off the page. And so I think that that's extraordinarily important to exemplify through anecdotes and showing them why it's so important to you. Yeah, so I guess um, just to kind of end this, end this off, um, is it just any, any advice you would want to give to any final advice to any pre-med students out there if you could or anything you would tell yourself if they were listening to a podcast right now? Um, I guess I'll go ahead and go and give my final note. I think we've pretty much hit on you know, a lot of the main things that I'll have to say. I guess just as a final note to keep it short, I would say get plugged in early. That's the biggest thing. Get plugged in as early as possible. As soon as you know this is what you want to do. Um, And once you're plugged in, you know, dive deep into those experiences that do become available. You're not always going to get the perfect experience or the perfect position that you thought you were set out to look for. But whatever experience that you do come across, dive into those as deep as you can. And yes, there there's going to be medical experiences. There are going to be non-medical experiences. But I think as we've reflected, the most important part at the end of the day is being able to show what you learn from those experiences and how that's going to carry over in your career in medicine. So I think for me, it's just my biggest regret is not getting involved early and prioritizing those things from, you know, early on in my pre-med career. So if I could go back, I would prioritize it early on as early as possible. And I would dive as deep as I can into the experiences that did come my way, um, knowing that, you know, that's, that's what's going to carry the most weight when it comes to applying to med school. And for, you know, all of our listeners, I know this, this episode has been pretty heavy on, you know, for pre-meds applying to med school, gaining experiences, I promise we're going to have, you know, other topics in the future, but um, that's just kind of what we thought we wanted to touch on kind of early on. Yeah. So as my kind of last note, I think my big kind of takeaway from it all is don't be afraid to find unique experiences, stuff that feel you, that you feel represents you well. And I think that applies to kind of any job that you want to go into. You know, as being a physician, right, you need to shadow, you need to have clinical experience just so you know what it's like to work a daily life as a physician, you know, really understand that. And, you know, hopefully those are going to interest you if you're going to want to be a, a physician and go to med school. But ultimately, like when you expand out from there, just try a lot of different things. Even if it seems completely unrelated, just try it. And, you know, if you don't end up sticking around with medicine, right? You can potentially apply that to something else, right? And so I think experiences ultimately add to more diversity of your life for whatever, not even for your career, but just ultimately for the story that you can tell when you're older, you know, it's it's all a journey, right? And so I think that that's my big takeaway. Find what really excites you and then you'll kind of see how it starts to connect to medicine. Yeah, I think for me, um, it's a advice that really could be used for any um, person in their life is just don't be afraid to make those mistakes. Um, I made plenty of mistakes um, when I went into my volunteer work at the clinic. There was a, I think my first chart I filled out in pencil. Um, I, there was one time I let a patient leave without um, referring them for their lab work. Um, <laughs> and there are many different things, but 
you can't get caught up in that. I think as pre-meds and med students and doctors and that whole community, there's a perfectionism with a lot of people. And I think you develop that perfectionism by making mistakes and learning from them. So I think as a pre-med, it's really your time to ask questions, put yourself out there, make mistakes and learn from them. So I think that's the biggest thing. I really hope this, I really hope this episode was beneficial to some of you out there and Please let us know if you have any comments, any questions for us, and we hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, and uh, follow us on Instagram. At Operation Healthcare. Thanks, y'all. And if you have any questions, you can always go there. Any um, questions that we didn't answer throughout this podcast or in future ones. This one was obviously aimed at kind of the experience component of being a pre-med, but we'll obviously dive into a lot more sectors in the future. But yeah, let us know. Don't be afraid to subscribe. Go onto our Instagram. Let us know in the comments uh, what you want to hear about next. But we look forward to talking to you in the next one. See you. See you.